Off the ball. GAA. I just ran and I ran and I ran. How long did that last? Months? My whole career. Right. Yeah, I did a massive chip on my shoulder. Right. Off the ball. Join in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. Rugby Daily on Off the Ball with Dove Men Plus Care. Upgrade to Dove Men's 72 hour advanced deodorant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. Welcome to Tuesday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, Ireland get back down to work after Friday night's superb display in Marseille. Jerry Flannery is confirmed as part of the Springboks coaching staff alongside some very familiar faces and both Wales and Scotland are forced into squad alterations after Saturday's close-run thing in Cardiff. First up today, Ireland's attentions have been turned towards Italy after Friday night's mammoth start to the Six Nations. A reminder that the 38 points to 17 bonus point win over France was Ireland's biggest ever margin of victory over Les Bleus and the biggest points total ever put on a French side by Ireland on French soil. Alan Quinlan was in Marseille on Friday and told this morning's off-the-ball breakfast that he feels one Irish player in particular is unduly being targeted by officials. An unfair narrative around Andrew Porter um, from referees now. and and What are they seeing? Well, if any scrum goes down on the, on the loose set side for Ireland, it's automatically against Andrew Porter, which is wrong. Um, Alex Corbusero, who played for England, who's a British and Irish line, put videos out after the Ireland-New Zealand game uh, really questioning the three penalties that were given against Andrew Porter. Here's an inter- international British and Irish line who you would say has no skin in the game because he's an Englishman. Um, BJ Bota, you could argue he's played here, he, he's, he lives here. He put out some clips online. And, you know, I'm not a, far from an expert at some of the scrummaging stuff, but it's really interesting to, to see what these guys, they're talking about hip height and hinging at the hips and bind and all that. And he felt Andrew Porter was hard done by again. So that's a difficult situation um, for a player who's so abrasive and so um, on it around the field. That um, and it happened. It can happen that it's he's he's an easier target. We'll hear more from the Ireland camp on tomorrow's Rugby Daily and if you want to hear more from Quinny you can do so by becoming an Off The Ball member now. Speaking of officials there's been a change of referee for Sunday's game with Italy. Pierre Brousset was due to oversee the match having recently been the man to send off Josh Caulfield in Connacht's win over Bristol in the Investec Champions Cup. However Brousset has suffered a calf injury and will be replaced by the experienced England official Luke Pearce. The rest of his officiating team will be French with Matthew Reynal and Luke Ramos assisting and Eric Goza, the TMO. Next to South Africa, where Jerry Flannery has been confirmed as part of the Springboks coaching staff. The former Ireland and Munster hooker will leave his current position at Harlequins later this month to replace Felix Jones as the box defence coach. Ironically, Flannery's final game with Quinns will come against Munster on February 23rd. He was just one of a number of high-profile appointees to Razzy Rasmus's backroom staff today. Former Highlanders head coach Tony Brown will serve as attack coach, having recently worked under Jamie Joseph with Japan. Erasmus, of course, moves from his director of rugby position to that of head coach for the next four years. 
South Africa Rugby have also enlisted the services of recently retired international referee Jakob Piper. The Bloemfontein native was forced to quit top-level refereeing after picking up an injury during the World Cup. He'll work as South Africa's national laws advisor. Another familiar face joining a South Africa gig today is two-time World Cup winner and former Ulster back rower Dwayne Vermeulen. His new job will be a roving coaching role with all of South Africa Rugby's national teams. Scotland and Wales have both paid the price on the injury front for Saturday's close-run thing in Cardiff. Richie Gray and Luke Crosby will both miss the rest of the Scots Six Nations campaign after collecting injuries in the 27-26 win for Gregor Townsend's side. Glasgow lock Gray didn't make it to half-time due to a bicep injury, while Crosby was called ashore in the second half with a shoulder issue. Gray's Glasgow teammates Max Williamson and Alex Samuel, both locks by trade, have been drafted into the Scotland squad ahead of Saturday's visit of France to Murrayfield. Back row Ewan Ferry and scrum half Jamie Doby have also supplemented the Scotland squad this week, while Darcy Graham and WP Nell are said to be progressing well from their respective injuries after missing the Wales win. Wales flanker James Bosom will miss their trip to Twickenham this weekend. He's returned to his club Cardiff to rehab a knee injury that he sustained in the defeat to Scotland. Botham's been replaced by club teammate Seb Davies, with Warren Gatland also calling up Harlequin's tight head Dylan Lewis. Ollie Lawrence could be back in the England squad for their round three fixture away to Scotland later this month. The centre was forced to miss Saturday's win in Rome after picking up a hip injury in Bath's Champions Cup outing against Toulouse. Attack coach Richard Wigglesworth says Lawrence will return to the England camp later this week or at the start of next and will miss the visit of Wales. England's game with Ireland on March 9th will be the earliest that Marcus Smith can return for the Red Rose. He suffered a calf injury in their warm weather camp in Girona, with Wigglesworth conceding it will be the latter part of the tournament if and when the Harlequins fly half is able to return. England, though, are hopeful that Ellis Genge will be fit for the meeting with Wales, having withdrawn from a place on the bench for the Italy win due to a foot injury. Wigglesworth, meanwhile, says they want to bring an exciting style of rugby to this season's Six Nations. So every game is different. So tactically, there's weather, there's game situations. What I was really um, happy with at the weekend was that we went 10-0 down and we didn't go into our shells. We still went out and wanted to attack the opposition uh, and go after them with and without the ball. So we've got to make great decisions. But if we keep our intentions of that, of not... um, not shrinking occasions and getting bigger and better then I think hopefully we'll see some some exciting rugby from us. Here at home and indeed finally Orgy Snyman could make his return from Munster in Friday week's URC fixture away to the Scarlets. The Leinster bound lock has resumed training fully having been out since the World Cup final after surgery to his chest and shoulder area. Snyman could be joined in the Munster pack next week by Tom Ahern who's back in the fold after completing the return to play protocols but there's bad news for versatile back Patrick Campbell whose season is over Monsters say the 21-year-old will be out for four to five months as he requires shoulder surgery. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed to keep this podcast coming to you Monday to Friday, free of charge. My name is Richie McCormack. I'll have more, as I say, from the Ireland camp in the build-up to Sunday's game with Italy in the Six Nations on tomorrow's Rugby Daily. Until then, thanks for listening.